Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Spirit Work Podcast. I'm Jason, and we have also Angel here from at Angel on the Eighth Day. Hello, Angel. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Angel. I kind of drifted off. That was interesting. That was a new delivery for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're always fresh here at the Spirit Work Podcast. You never, uh, you're never going to get the same thing twice. Uh, we're still in Pisces month until March 20th. So we're going to continue on that, that theme. Um, and today we're going to kind of talk about something interesting that probably uh, a lot of Pisces don't necessarily have to deal with, but uh, we're going to use some of their traits to kind of, uh, to kind of steer through this challenge that some people find. And that challenge is um, this idea of kind of spiritual burnout or just burnout in general in, in, in life. Um, in your work and so on, your creativity, uh, particularly, you know, the, the spiritual side of it, since, you know, that's our, our vibe here on the show. Uh, but, you know, it applies to all areas of our lives, right? So uh, we're going to look at some of the things that, uh, you know, kind of the ways Pisces naturally navigate through life. But for some of us, you know, we can sort of emulate some of these qualities. Of course, all these qualities, I think I talked about this before, all these qualities from the astrological signs, each uh, of these astrological signs is in every person you know, yeah. archetypally speaking. Uh, so, you know, but we just tend to, um, you know, we tend to display and kind of live with, um, you know, one, one, or even, you know, some of us are on the cusp and, you know, so we'll have two, two of the qualities, you know, going, but, but in theory, the idea is that this wheel, this astrological wheel is a full sort of complete spiritual kind of journey, you know, basically from Aries to Pisces, and, you know, you're going through each of these qualities and trying to kind of balance them out within yourself. Uh, so that's that's one way of looking at it. Um, so one of the uh, one of the things about Pisces that, you know, so I have, I, the book that I'm looking at that I really like, I, I recommend it. It's called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. Oh, by this woman called uh, Joanna Martine Woolfolk, Woolfolk, W-O-O-L-F-O-L-K. Um, and it's a really uh, nice kind of, um, it's almost like an encyclopedia of these signs and stuff. So she has, these, she has a, like with each of the signs, she has kind of traits with them. She points out that, they're, that the Pisces, a dominant keyword, so everyone has a dominant keyword or key phrase, is I believe. I believe. So they really do start out life with this, um, you know, the spiritual outlook. And so it's coming from the outside in. So they really do um sort of uh how can i say this like like filter life through their own their own lens their own creative lens yeah in a lot of ways and so uh that's that's one of the challenges but it's also one of their 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 strong traits is this creativity this uh spiritual connection um we talked too about the idea of them having like this a little bit of a uh a, a sort of a challenge within between you know spirit and matter so sometimes you know they'll those sides of themselves will, will fight a bit so they have to find that balance within themselves but usually they'll lean one way or the other you know it's at different times like oh more material kind of focused on career and money making and so on or it's sometimes in their life they're really focused on spirituality and creativity and connected to that part um so so that's something to think about uh, but for our purposes today what we're really connecting to uh, is their is their sense of creativity, their belief, their faith, their 
their zeal, they have a lot of zeal and a lot of emotional content that goes along with that. Uh, so we're going to talk some more about that. It's really uh, interesting. Every whenever, uh, as we're you know this uh, month or whatnot, that um, every time that you describe a Pisces person, I was like, they sound really cool, like somebody that I would want to be around. But I feel like I know none of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know that, I, that was the funniest thing is I, we talked about this when this first started. I thought the same thing. It's like they're sort of understated in a weird way. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I have family members, you know, they're really <laughs> close that are Pisces. I, one of my best friends that I grew up with is a Pisces, you know, and it's like you kind of you kind of forget. It's a weird kind of it's a powerful sign. And it's you know, it's it really in a lot of ways is the most mystical of signs. It's a final sign. They say a lot of Pisces are old souls and pretty advanced and so on, spiritually speaking. But it doesn't get a lot of attention. Right. I think a lot of times like the fire signs get a lot more attention, you know, because you guys are more kind of leadership oriented and more out there with your views and stuff. And I think like water signs are a little more internal uh, with their stuff. They're emotional and they're they're creative, but it's a lot of internal imaginatory kind of visionary type stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Unless they're an artist or a, an actor or, you know, a creative person that's really like displaying that. I think most people don't have an outlet for it that are Pisces. And okay. so you, don't, you know what I mean? That That's kind of the vibe I get. I, I don't yeah. know. That's my, that's been my experience. So um, let me see here really quickly. Yeah. We talked about their birthstone and some of these different things last time. So we don't really need to get into that. So, but the, um, the idea really here though, that I want to kind of focus on is, is, uh, oh, first, let me say this. Number one, um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. Number two, um, I am at Cosmic Itero on Instagram, and Angel is at Angel on the eighth day. Uh, and you can you can see him. I'm following him on on uh, at Cosmic Itero. If you know you have trouble finding that, but it's it's not not too hard to find. Uh, but <laughs> please follow. And uh, you're gonna miss the contest by the time this is up, unfortunately. Yes. But uh, but do follow him for future contests. And he's doing a lot of cool stuff uh, on his Instagram. And he's got uh, great sayings each day and little little bits of wisdom and stuff to keep you going through the week. So definitely follow Angel. Um, and you've got your Etsy store as well, which is which yeah. is great. And we've got ours too. So both of us uh, both of us are there on Etsy. And you can check us out at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you would like to make a donation. So got that business out of the way. Now let's jump in. So uh, our idea today. And this actually, I'm going to let you talk about this a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of, kind of ambushing you with this because we didn't really talk about it. But uh, in this this idea of spiritual burnout and this idea of like, um, you know, kind of getting stale with some of the work that you're doing, or you maybe you've lost touch with your creativity, or maybe you know your day to day life is so busy that you're kind of overwhelmed and you're not feeling at your best and your most creative and your most connected and your most spiritual self, right? Um, for you as a, as a counselor working every day, as a therapist working every day, um, pretty much, I mean, not every day, but you know, you're pretty much back back when you are working. Um, what are some of the things, so, you know, everybody obviously has stress, but again, like when you're dealing with people's, people's difficulties and challenges and emotional issues and stuff, you know, day after day after day, it can, it can, it can take its toll, right? Yes. So 
Um, I've been known to say that I don't experience stress or anxiety. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, at least not the way that I've heard it, you know, okay. like I've heard people describe it. Um, <clears throat> I, when I start getting like, um, like more tired, you know, like my, um, uh, like, like, oh, I want to like, uh, I feel like I should be taking a nap or, yeah. um, maybe I just want to like veg and not see people or something. Cause I'm very, I, I feel like I'm pretty social. Yeah. Um, then I'm, that's when I'm, I noticed that it's like, okay, we need to do some sort of self-care, you know? Yeah. And so I don't, well, it doesn't you know, manifest for you so much as stress and, and a feeling of overwhelm. You, you just, you physically, you get physically and mentally tired. Yeah. I just kind of get a little like uh, maybe either grumpy or tiresome, you know, kind of like a, yeah, like a kid when they need naps. <laughs> like when a kid is fussy. When they yeah. Get, when they get, you get a little fussy is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then it. in this, if it's in the summer, okay. um, it makes it a little bit worse because um, my hair tends to, I don't know why I do this, but um, by the time that summer comes around, I've decided, you know what? I don't think it's my choice. Whenever I go to get my hair cut, yeah. they always say, no, 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 mm -mm, we can't cut this. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm already here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they just usually like give me like a trim. So by the time that summer comes, my hair is, you know, significantly longer. Okay. And it just sticks to everything. Oh you know? gosh, yeah, yeah. And then if I have it up, then it's just like a little bun oven. <laughs> um, so it gets really hot. It's a bun, a bun oven. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's like it, you know, you I put it up in a bun, and then yeah. it feels like an oven if you like stick oh, yeah, it in right yeah, yeah. So Just collect, trap, <laughs> trap in a bunch of a bunch of heat, radiant yeah. heat. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. And I'm already a pretty like warm-blooded person. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I don't need any more heat. But um, so I will do things. Um, we've talked about this, I think, this past couple of weeks. Uh, my weekly rituals, those keep me pretty um, um, like regulated or yeah. there's another word for it. Um, balanced. There we go. Okay, good. Yeah, balanced. Exactly. And um, whenever I show up uh, to my office, um, I will energetically, like, I'll do like an energetic cleanse um, before starting my day. Um, and then in between sessions, if I feel like it's like we, you know, we unpacked something heavy, um, I want to just kind of cleanse that for like the next person. Yeah. And for myself, um, sometimes, because I have a pretty good relationship, I think, with my clients, sometimes I'll just burn uh, Palo Santo or sage or light a candle or um, or I'll, uh, I'll uh, use my, uh, those, uh, the singing bowls. Yeah. The, the room one. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And right in, like, I'll, like right as I mean as we're talking so oh nice it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be odd for me to just kind of like stand up I'll ask them you know like do you mind yeah. if I and everybody is pretty okay with it okay um, 
um, like if they're like if they have any sort of like allergic reaction or some you know sensitivity or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you check for that. Um, so, but yeah, everybody's pretty cool with it, and um, so it's really taking time to. It sounds like why you don't why you don't really get um, get that that stress or that burnout as much is because you are uh, you're kind of regulating and balancing yourself as 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 the day is going on. So you don't really it's like you're not letting it build up. You're not letting that stress build up, right? Right. Yes. It keeps uh, like it just uh, every session. I feel like it um, there's kind of like some mini sweep at least. You know, That's very smart. And I feel like, I mean, it applies, you know, obviously, you know, both of us talk a lot about spiritual work and counseling and working with people and stuff, and not everybody's doing that. That's listening. But I mean, in any job, it's got its kind of like challenges and difficulties and little, you know, kind of run-ins with people maybe that, you know, push your buttons and stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, if you can take that time during the day and find a little space for yourself on a break and go out to yes. your car or something like that, or take a little walk around the building or whatever it is, wherever you work, or even if you're at home, if you can manage to, you know, just kind of get away from the computer for a little while and you go to your altar or go to a kind of sacred space that you make in your home and, and break, break the, the pattern really. Cause I mean, really what it is, is about breaking, breaking patterns and breaking negative energy and kind of like, not allowing it's almost as if like I always look at it like um you know you're you're kind of a cup or something and you know all, all day long like you know liquid is pouring into this cup and you know in order for it not to overflow you've got to kind of keep draining the cup off right right and so these little things that you can do maybe just even even taking like uh, a couple of minutes to just do a really basic meditation or visualization if you want to see a you know, bright white light above your head or, you know, whatever color of light, you know, you like to work with gold. Yeah. Some people work with blue lights, whatever. I mean, you can use whatever you like and kind of bathing, you know, the soul in that light, that can be a good thing. And then, you know, it only has to take a couple of minutes, two, three minutes. Uh, like Angel pointed out, um, lighting candles helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Incense. Anything and sensory, I think. Sensory, uh, yeah. Some, and if you don't have these things, I've heard of people um, like uh, washing their hands with like really cold water um, or, you know, just kind of like to have like a fresh start in between sessions. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, organizing something. Sometimes I think it helps people to organize, um, you know, just put something in its place or... Uh, um, you know what I mean? Like yeah. people, yeah. Uh, that some stuff. Uh, so, and then I feel like sometimes uh, people might look at it in a different way. And I'm not, not the, your, the way that you described it is um, necessarily wrong because I think that visually we work in different ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think pe people feel like, um, like let's say if they are a cup or a bowl that when, after every session, somebody's taking something from them. So then you do something to replenish that. Replenish. Yeah, that makes sense too. That's a good point. Um, so the way that I see it is just kind of like clearing. So this is my space, you know, in the office. And obviously every the my clients are invited there. It's not like they're like invaders or anything. I've allowed them into my space. And um, they just kind of take things with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. So as as the session, you know, like ends. And if I do some sort of like clearing, 
um, it's going with them. It's not staying with me. So then I do that also with my, um, whenever I do readings, I mm -hmm. make sure that I'm intently, or, you know, with, I say with intent, like this yeah. information belongs to you. I'm not going to hold on to it. Um, don't expect me to remember, which I usually do, but <laughs> um, <laughs> don't expect me to remember because, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then that yeah, just kind yeah. of like disengages me from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Funny. I was around when you were talking about that. I was running like, like when you go, you know, you go camping or you go hiking or something like everything you're, everything you bring in, you're supposed to pack it out with yeah. you. So basically your clients are, are like hikers. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're bringing in, put it in your backpack, take it back home with you when you're done. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of, uh, what <laughs> no, would that be no. called? Like a res respectful camping or ethical yeah, camping? Yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. It's like sustainable camping, something. Yeah. Right? But I mean, it, it just makes it better for everyone. And it's like, I think if you set up those kind of clear, clear expectations and you're working energetically on yourself, then you don't, then you don't become a receptacle for all that stuff, do you? Right. Yes. Uh, what's really interesting is, um, I don't think that, wait, did you know? I think you knew about this. So when I was born, um, I was born with a, like an eye that would just kind of water. Okay. Yeah, you told me about so that. Just yeah. kind of like tear, um, and then when allergy season comes around, it's even more um, tearful. Okay. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> these last couple of like uh, weeks or month um, or month or so, I, I've I've been <laughs> like just like cry. It looks like I'm crying during every session. Oh, great! And so I I always like. Um, I feel like I have to like make a comment about it, you know, because I don't want them to think that they have to like console me or. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Um, but there are moments where, I mean, obviously if. Hmm, I don't care if I get in trouble. If you're <laughs> doing any sort of like decent job, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be like high emotions involved mm -hmm. and we're not robots, <laughs> yeah. you know? So there's gonna be emotions. And um, I think I sent something to you once about how we're trained to like not use um, like uh, our emotions or like our intuitive qualities that would totally benefit us. Um, I'll look for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there, there will be moments, but I'm not, I'm not going to be sobbing, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be like sobbing. Like, right. Yeah. So then they can like have to like, you know, feel bad and yeah. for me, but you, you know, there's things like you're human and um, especially being empathic, which I think a good majority of people who go into the field are. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to feel some of those vibes those vibrations those feelings those emotions mm -hmm. um and then i used to do this thing um which funny enough it was uh for the next uh for the next chakra episode it talks about uh feeling and mm -hmm. being like a like a field clairvoyant those oh, clairsentient yeah there we go yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I don't think I 
put out my disclaimer that I've only had like four hours of sleep. So yeah, words are difficult. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So bear bear with both of us. <laughs> um, so when sometimes when people would describe their situations, I could feel uh, the body sensations. Like if they were, you know, talk about some sort of trauma um, or if they were talking about it at certain times in their life and there's trauma that's nearby, like I could feel it. And then so I find ways to just kind of like ask um, without, you know, like respectfully asking um, just to see if what I'm sensing or picking up is, Authentic. is valid. Yeah, yeah. Connected, connected to them. Do you find that um, you need to do uh, extra kind of clearing type work after you've had those kinds of experiences in, in, in yes. sessions? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have like a bunch of like liquids now um, near me that um, are comforting, um, you know, and then keeping like a, myself. Like hyped. a martini or what? No, <laughs> no like water. Liquid. That are comforting, yes. Okay. <laughs> like a cabinet. Okay, all right, I got you. Juices. So wait, so you'll just you'll you'll drink some. I, I was almost thinking you like you had some like some some when you were saying comforting like like a liquids that were like absorbing the some of the negative vibes. But you like to you like to just drink some liquids and things like that and just yeah. I feel like keeping hydrated helps a lot because whenever um, that is one thing that I that I will sense is when I feel uh a bit drained i um, literally feel uh um dry interesting I've like i'll feel really dry my brain feels dry like it feels like like um yeah like i've just been thrown in the dryer or yeah put out this, like you know like when you put out leather to age in the sun or something like that yeah yeah kind of has like that feeling so that's why i think drinking a lot of liquids helps because it um, just gets things kind of moving and flowing. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. Plus the qualities of the water, which we talked about last week in our show, it just, there's a, yeah, that's true. There's an energy and a quality to water itself, which is flowing and absorbing mm -hmm. and healing. And there's just kind of a, a refreshing sort of vibe to it. And even like a, like almost like a baptism or something, an internal baptism, Yeah, you know, where you're just kind of re, re, you know, renewing, renewing the soul. So yeah, I had a, I had a tarot teacher many, many years ago that, um, so when she would speak, she'd do a lot of intuitive work when she was doing her lectures and she would always do them, um, uh, like extemporaneously really never prepare and just do these beautiful talks. And she would drink like a gallon of water during these things. Oh, okay. Like literally like a gallon of water. And, and, and it would be like, oh, if I don't have my water, like I can't, I can't function. I can't do the spiritual work. I can't channel any information. I can't, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was interesting. So I, and I was kind of thinking about that when you were talking about that. Um, yeah. And I didn't notice it until now that you, you know, you mentioned it, but I do have like this, uh, I have this, uh, when I, when I was doing more EMDR, um, those little like uh, uh, TV tray tables. Mm -hmm. So I had, I have one of those next to me, next to my chair um, with like a bunch of cups full of stuff. And then I also have water for, you know, my clients and like those glass bottles. Um, and then underneath that, I, um, I have these uh, organite 
like um, uh, what is that called? So then your table doesn't get those rings. <laughs> oh, the uh, the uh, coasters, coasters. Yeah, we go. <laughs> but they're made out of organite. I couldn't remember that word the other day as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even kidding you. I was looking at this thing. I'm like, what are these things called again? Yeah. <laughs> Posters, you idiot. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, that's another sign though, when I have to, you know, when I check myself is like, okay, I cannot word very well right now. So there must be a lot of stuff in my, you know, like filling up space in my head or my thoughts. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I have to like, just, you know, take a break or something. For sure. And I mean, I think that's when, and you know, there's, there's something uh, really crucial that, you know, you're mentioning is like, is just really uh, paying attention and kind of being mindful of how you, how you feel and what's going on and not just always pushing through or trying to, you know, see one more person or take one more call or whatever, making sure that, you know, you're taking time when you can to, um, to clear that space and do the stuff that you need to do. So if you, you know, if you're really feeling overwhelmed, you know, don't just always, I mean, it's sometimes we just need to push through. That's, that's understandable, but um, make sure then you take a little bit of extra time for yourself after that, you know, especially if you're, you're kind of burning the candle at both ends and stuff, but just really yeah. paying attention and being mindful in the moment of how you're feeling and not letting it, you know, build up to the point where it becomes a problem. I think so many times we, we like, try to just push through or ignore or bury stuff or kind of push stuff down and and then you know and then we wonder why like when we get home we're flipping out on our significant other for no particular reason and it's like oh well i you know all this stuff's been building up and then i just kind of let it out on the first person that comes in front of me instead of like dealing with it in small increments during the day yeah right so yes i think that's and to think about with uh with mental i've noticed that there's like a and I'm not the only one, I've, but there's like a, a big trend with, um, you know, social media and self-diagnosing. Oh, God. Um, so. Via TikTok, for example? Yeah, mainly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were having a discussion at the office and everybody ex is experiencing the same thing. You know, I think that now that words are big terms and uh uh, diagnoses are becoming more common language. Everybody is a Narsi. Everybody's a Bordy. Everybody has, you know, bipolar. Um, everybody's being uh, gaslit, which is not even being used correctly. Yeah. Uh, everyone's either toxic or the other, the opposite of that, or it's like to something, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, validating or something like that yeah. um there there's no kind of like in between and there's no there's no uh there's no kind of bringing awareness to what is actually happening in your life yeah. so if you have a really really busy schedule um you know like let's say me then i have to just be aware of myself you know like hey i might be overworking you know or if i if I notice that I let things go, um, like organization or um, uh, administrative work, which you know is not my favorite, um, <laughs> things like that, then then it's like okay, we need to kind of like go back, reset, do something to take care of yourself, and then um, you know go from there. 
And then yeah. if you need a little bit more, then take a little bit more time. Um, that's why I think that the working four days, I enjoy better. Because two days, I feel like it's not enough. Well, because it really wasn't. It was like two and a half days because I also have my uh, gender diverse youth group. But um, two days is just not enough because you barely start going into perhaps like relaxing mode by the second day. Yeah. And then, then you're back, you know, back. Exactly. And you haven't really even, it's like sleeping without getting rum sleep. Right. Kind of, kind of not. Yeah. You're resting without getting any real rest. Right. Yes. No, I found what I wrote by the way. And then oh, good. I realized that I have all these all fun little notes in here. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I sent this to you back in uh, January. Okay. Um, this was my idea that I was kind of playing with. Mm -hmm. Um, Limiting therapists by denying the natural symbiotic process of human connection through intuition is a contradiction of connection. Um, because why are we here for then, if not to build a trusting, safe environment for growth? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's it's kind of that thing they wrestle with in the you know the academic world. This idea that you know you're trying to you know when you're when you're when you're training or you're setting up like these scientific ideas or you're trying to be serious, you know you're trying to be objective. And this idea of objectivity sort of precludes and eliminates the idea of intuition and magical connection and synchronicity and all of these sort of non-rational things that actually do occur. And it, you know, it kind of like puts you into this mind state where everything is supposed to be logical and understandable. And there's a cause and effect for every single thing. And if you can just figure out the cause, then you can fix the problem. And it's like, it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, that's yeah. the reality of it is it's all a bunch of nonsense. And like, yeah, that works in you know, in with, when you're dealing with chemicals or when you're dealing with engineering, but it doesn't work when you're dealing with people because people have a soul and they have, you know, weird things going on in the unconscious that you have no idea what's happening. And there's like influences from an invisible part of themselves that we don't even, you know, we can't put into, uh, into like logical words. Right. So you need those parts of yourself to deal with that's and I think that's kind of circling back to the idea of Pisces, you know, Pisces being receptive and intuitive, emotional, imaginative and creative and romantic and mystical. Yeah. All these all those are all qualities that you can't really stick a pin in and dissect. Right. They're very like touchy-feely for for lack of a better description. You know, they're yeah. they're there's something that um kind of intangible but everybody knows like, like like no scientist would argue that there's no such thing as love you know they might go oh it's a firing off of these neurons and these chemicals and this and that and the other thing but it's like they're still not going to deny that it exists right so yeah. you know so one of the things uh we have to do sometimes i think one of the one of the causes of burnout is that that kind of pressure on yourself to be logical and rational at all times and i don't mean when i say logical and rational and versus emotional and intuitive i don't mean like you know you're emotional like in a in a like like i'm not it's like a pejorative thing like where you're trying to say oh you're being emotional i'm saying like oh, yeah. being, being connected to that part of yourself that's open to feeling that's open to um senses beyond 
you know, logical thought, which is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah, there's a certain kind of like attunement that you have, right? Where you're attunement, attuned yeah. with yourself. Um, and I really just enjoy that word in um, a lot of ways, like cultural mm -hmm. attunement, spiritual attunement, you know, like you're yeah. just um, in touch with a lot of these things. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is that you are removing the probably the richer qualities of the um the therapy sessions by kind of forcing the therapist to to be like okay it can't be about you and it's like yeah it's not about me in the sense that you know we're not relating everything back to me yeah but the way that somebody sees something is through their lens so it's going to be through their experience it's similar yeah. in the same way with uh you know, I've been in uh, some like clairvoyance classes or some other kind of like spiritual course, uh, courses or classes. And when people start seeing, uh, like if there's like a group reading, like somebody will see something, they see it in their own way. We're all looking at the same picture, but we're yeah. describing it differently. Like if you look at art, right? Yeah. Um, everybody's going to take a, from it what, what uh, resonates with them. So my translation of you know whatever particular issues you the person might be going through is going to be through that lens and then you know if it's a fit then it's a fit i'm 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 very flexy so i can like adjust my language and you know um to like meet them wherever they're at and yeah. the whole blah 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 thing that people say all the time but um but it's kind of like finding this like um like being in sync with them and you know having this understanding and then it just feel you could feel the flow of yeah. the session just kind of like going and it feels like a jam session it feels like you know like you're in somebody's like garage or something and you're just like yes this is amazing you know mm -hmm. um and then you're like really like synced up if i were to just remove myself completely and say you know what i'm only going to go off of whatever the book says it would be so boring and nobody, <laughs> nobody would get anything out of it. Yeah. Because those people don't even exist probably anymore. You know, when were those books yeah. written? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And the demographics, like everybody's changed now. Yeah. You know, we have a multicultural everything, multi-gender, most things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so exactly. I think that's yeah. part of being in the fluidity and the being in the moment, being adaptable, being changeable. Again, those are all qualities that that Pisces really, really thrives uh, in those those types of situations. And so, like, if we can kind of uh, key into those ideas, and that, that's a that's a way for us to uh, keep from getting burned out too, is to be is to be in that moment. I think sometimes when you get burned out and feel overly stressed, it's like you start to disconnect from a situation. You're not in the moment. You're worrying or anxious about something else. Yeah. Thinking about the future or thinking about what you want to say. And, you know, when you're talking to someone, instead of listening and being receptive and actually truly understanding the person, you're too busy, like formulating your argument in your mind. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those those kinds of things like again these 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 Pisces qualities receptive intuitive emotional qualities imaginative qualities they require listening deep listening uh, they require reflection you know if you kind of just think of these qualities of water 
you know, I remember Bruce Lee used to talk about in his martial arts, he would say like, be like water, you know, adapt to the situation, work and move around and kind of flow around things. And don't be, don't be, you know, hard, like, like a, like a stone or something like that. You know, it's like water will eventually wear away the hardest stone, you know, yep. that quality of water, that quality of adaptability, changeability, imagination, and so on. It's, it's, uh, it keeps you fresh. So you don't yeah. get calcified and kind of like, hardened into place and then you get brittle and you know that brittleness is when you break you keep the flow you keep the creativity you keep the imagination the receptivity you're not going to get burned out because you're in the you're in that moment you're, you're you're flowing with things you're you're enjoying it and i think that's another thing like you when you're working with your clients you really are mindful of staying in that that flow and that and keeping it fun keeping it playful not letting it get I'm too serious or too heavy or too like, you know, muddled in like this darkness and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not I mean, yes. We'll honor those. We'll, yeah. we'll honor yeah, all not like you're things. ignoring it, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But it, some, some people really do like sitting in the muck, you know, and just yeah. kind of, um, um, yeah, just kind of having that feeling of being stuck. Sure. Um, but I think that that only works for so long because after a while, it's no longer um, like there's some sort of like rewarding aspect, like some something that people get from, you know, just kind of like sitting in it and like. Uh, well, you can feel like a martyr. You can get attention. Yeah. You can feel like you don't need to do anything because you're a victim. I mean, it's there's yeah. a lot of payoffs, right? Yes, there we go, payoffs. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, you know, typically we'll find another something else to replace that with because yeah. you can't you can't just tell someone to change or you know ask someone to change without um without finding something to replace that with something that you're gonna be like okay well this feels good too but it's healthy <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you kind of you know it's kind of like when you you change your diet if you're trying to lose weight or trying to get more healthy it's like you know, if, if, if you, you know, if you really like sweets or something like that, or, you know, you, you know, you eat too much sugar and things like that, you know, you, re, you replace it with, with quality uh, substitutes, right? So you might yeah. have fruit or you might have kind of a, a low, like maybe a low fat, like a sorbet or something like that, or just something, you know, something that satisfies, uh, but does it in a more positive way. I think you do that emotionally as well. And, and yes, spiritually and psychologically, right? So you find something that's yeah. a substitute that's positive. Yeah, you don't want to deny yourself of anything, but you also just want to have the healthier option. Exactly. You know, and part of, you know, and part of that, it takes a sort of sense of, again, receptivity and creativity to kind of think about different ways of doing things. And you crack, I've talked about this a million times, crack open the door to the possibility of something new. That's a very creative act to open up yeah. your mind to be able to just squeeze that door open a little bit that was maybe barred shut before that, that, that a possibility of new breeze can come in and refresh you or, you know, a new idea might, might find its way in or some new way of doing things. And again, those are all qualities that, that Pisces really has already with them. But again, you know, even, even Pisces can, can get, get stuck in the day-to-day -day stuff and get overwhelmed and so on. So, you know, you got to kind of get back to your, your roots, I guess, as it were. Mm -hmm and kind of cultivate some of that stuff and being creative, you know, doing creative work, doing artwork, writing poetry, you know, reading poetry, and especially like a lot of the surreal stuff, 
I always feel like you know reading like 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 words and 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 poetry that kind of doesn't doesn't make sense at first glance, but then as you mm-hmm. read through it, it it really starts to resonate with you. Yeah, it's almost like like modern art in a sense. It's like those sorts of things where you can't really tell, like you can't really explain what it means, but it resonates on a different level. That's the kind of work I think that helps to free up the stuckness, like really on the money really logical stuff doesn't do that but kind of weird off the wall you know surreal type images you know, look at the paintings of Salvador Dali or you look at some of the you know great modern artists like Jackson Pollock and you look at some of these you know people are like well it's just paint splatters and it's like no look deeply into it yeah there's more than paint splatters there you know what I mean and so it's like you know those sorts of things or you kind of think like uh like some of the surrealists from France and so on so like I mean I'm not going to go on and on and on about this but like <laughs> for example andre breton or like even reading like rambeau or some of these some of these beautiful beautiful poets you're getting into that space in your mind where uh you move into the language of metaphor and creativity and metaphor is different than than our rational world it's it's like it's a different different engagement it's a mythic engagement with life yeah i love metaphors right so yeah. You know, it's just such a beautiful way to connect with stuff that goes beyond logic. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? I mean, I, I hope this makes it sense. It does. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, in, like, I like, um, I like both directions. I like cr- having these, uh, these large kind of intimidating, perhaps, concepts that are in therapy, you know, lingo, mm-hmm. and then make breaking them down into something very simple and then presenting it like you know my double dutch analogy um i always forget which one's which analogy and metaphor but anyway i like both mm-hmm. um, so you know kind of breaking down some of these things and making it really simple for somebody to understand and they're like oh yes you know by the way and, oh go go ahead. Ahead. sorry no no oh. <laughs> uh, you i also like taking something simple like um in my writings i i literally will be like what is today's theme and then i'll just be like spring flower and then that's it and then i create this like very ornate super wordy nobody's ever going to know what i'm talking about thing (laughs) and it's about the texture of the petal of the flower nice i love it so yeah i like going in both you know both i like exploring both directions that's beautiful i love it i think uh I think so I think this is my understanding of it though by the way because this I always I always got confused about this so I think analogies and similes are are things that are like something else Uh, this is like that and a metaphor is it so it's like the day was a deer would be like a metaphor so it's like it's like using an image for something that stands for something else very like a metaphor is super symbolic whereas a simile or an analogy i think is something that's like like it's like riding a bicycle i think that's an analogy Uh, you know what i mean yeah so and again so that's why like metaphor is like abstracted out even more it's like it's a it's something that is totally standing for something else but not in an analogous or similar way, but just like in a, a vibey way, I guess is the best way I could describe it. I, it's kind of a strange concept, but yeah, that's, that's so, so, I mean, I think that's, it's just a, it's a different way of thinking. Even analogies though, are, are they, they kind of shake you up a little bit because, you know, when you can explain to somebody in their own language, like for example, if they're, 
you know, like I agree to get back to the bicycle, if someone's like a cyclist or something and you use like analogies about cycling or about competition and racing and stuff like that, that stuff's going to make sense to them way more than like, if you're talking about like figure skating, for example, mm. just, they don't know that they don't know that world. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think that stuff, and that's where being in tune with being creative, listening, listening to the wording and the descriptions that people use, listening to their analogies that they use. And you can use these, these techniques, you know, just in communicating with, you know, with people at work or, you know, with your loved ones or friends or whatever. I mean, this, the, the same stuff that holds true for, you know, counseling and therapy holds true in like regular relationships as well. Yes. You know, so we can use all these techniques in our day-to-day life and learn some of these lessons from, uh, from Pisces. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, if Because <laughs> uh, I want to actually try to, I, I, I said before this show, I'm like, we're going to try to make this one shorter. I'm going to try to really stick to it. So if you're good with that, shall we wrap it up? <laughs> I leave it to you. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It was just. Right. <laughs> it was abrupt, wasn't it? It was a little abrupt. Yeah, it was. Like you were like tired of listening to yourself. You're like, you know what? That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. You are I'm done. out. <laughs> it really wasn't actually though but uh, it would sounded like that didn't it it did sound like that so i am not uh i'm not i'm not i'd like to keep going i'm neither tired nor uh, sick of hearing myself speak so <laughs> and yet i think um unless like i said unless you've got uh some more stuff that's like you know really pressing and you want to want to share please do um i don't think so i was just looking up the um the warm moon because I believe the day after this the day after you post this will be full moon um and I know we talked about full moon rituals before and Mm -hmm. kind of having I think release uh release x like you know release releasing type rituals or releasing type exercises really helps yeah yeah definitely definitely uh, I mean, think really actually full moon is good for, for a lot of different variety of, uh, of work, but yeah, you're absolutely right with that one for sure. Um, so, so speaking of that, yeah. So any, anyone that, that is trying to do releasing type work or, or work that, you know, where you feel like you're overwhelmed and stuff, if, you know, so it sounds like Friday is it going to be the full moon? Yes, the 18th. The 18th. Okay, perfect. So there you go. So we got one coming up. So util- utilize the cycles of nature you know, be in, be in touch with that stuff. And it really, again, we, you know, we talked about the days of the week and we talked about cycles and we talked about the moon, I think in the last episode, maybe even the yeah. episode before that to some degree. Um, but this stuff is really real and you can feel it and it's palpable and it's in the body mind and spirit. And you can feel when there's these changes occurring and seasonal changes and all these different things that are going on within the body, these rhythms, pay attention to them, focus, um, focus on them and allow them to uh, inform you. Uh, and that's part of being receptive inwardly and outwardly um, to, to that. And that, again, those are really Pisces qualities and things we can learn from, from that sign. So uh, thank you for, for that. I didn't, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it, cause it's the, the last full moon before the spring equinox. So yeah. um, spring also, I think that, I'm wondering if that's where people got the whole spring cleaning from, right? Like, yeah, I think so. I think so. It's like that old time of rebirth and so on and, and moving into the new the, the, the new sun coming into into birth and the, the planting seasons and all that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so a good time. And again, right now in spring equinox, good time to do any uh, ritual work that has to do with abundance or 
creativity or your career or your, you know, your passion in life, these sorts of things, uh, to plant those seeds to literally and, you know, and, 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 you know, metaphorically plant those seeds uh, of, of new growth in your life. So this is a great yes. time for that. Uh, so I think that's going to do it. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> I really no appreciate problem. you pushing through with your four hours of sleep. <laughs> so, well, we still have more to go, but yes, I'm we, good. We do, but, 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 you know, they don't know that. So yeah, we'll, they won't know it until Sunday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And by the way, do join us for our new Sunday show on Chakra Healing. Uh, the Sacral Plexus Chakra is the one that we're doing next. We're going to be recording this right after we're done with this. And so that'll be this coming Sunday. Uh, so I'm thankful that you guys join us each week and uh, support us and so forth. And if you have any questions or you'd like to hear anything or you'd like us to do readings or what happened. Readings. Readings. We really want to hear from you for those because we are... Uh, we're going to set a date soon. Uh, we're going to do an Instagram uh, live uh, type setup, and we'll do readings. So, uh, so please, if you if you're interested in that, you know, reach out to us and let us know with your questions now and stuff. And we'll start compiling some questions, and we can do some great readings. We'll do them live as well. Uh, so we'll let you know when that's going to come up. Um, all right. Thank you uh, again for joining us. Uh, thanks, Angel. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Soon.